Welcome to episode two of the Bourbon and Business Smash with Gail and Corey Knott. In this episode, Corey dives in deep into how I think. So he's going to review my mindset patterns in an assessment called MindSonar. It's going to show me where I'm stuck, what's causing that, and what I can do to change that. If you've ever been in a situation where you know your habits are getting in the way of what you are trying to create in this world, then this episode is for you. It might be easier to see the actual report. So to see that, go to takewingcoaching.com slash episode two. And two is the numeral two episode two, and you will see a copy of my report. And if you'd like to read the whole report, go ahead, dive in deep into how I think and how I hold myself back. Just enter in your email address in the in the form on the page, and you could see what a whole mind sonar report looks like. Gail gets a report here of 29 pages that explains each of the profiles and a little bit about it. And it, it's, it's pretty useful. But as a mind sonar professional, I would actually spend a couple of hours with her going over what each of those means and then combining it all together because one profile or one program might say a lot about how she does some things, but how it works with other programs are also important. And we will get into that. But as a mind sonar professional, when I'm working with somebody, they would come to me with some kind of question. They have something they would like to get better results on. So I asked Gail, what is it that she'd like to get better. And so her question is, how do I complete more projects that will help us be more profitable? And that's not an uncommon question that we get in coaching. And so from here, I will work on answering that question for her and showing some ways maybe she would, I don't want to say adjust her thinking, but maybe think differently in order to approach that question. My job isn't to tell her how to think differently, but to give her some idea that she might come up with on her own as to what she could do better. Remember, this is contextual. So this is Gail at work. These are tendencies that she has. Let's dive in. What you on your screen here is the basic mind sonar profile. It's the graphs. It's the mind sonar, which is the four highest programs for Gail. These are the things that she does the most, which is the most extreme for her. Normally, it would take 90 minutes to get through this, and somebody who's really got a lot of questions might take two hours. I made a lot of notes, which I'm reading from, so that I can get through this a little faster, rather than you know pontificating, as I tend to do, and answering lots of questions. But Gail, if you have any questions, please pipe up. So Gail, the first thing we see is this green area. Gail's highest item on the list, and you can see that there, is use. So what does use mean? So use is a program, if we look at use versus structure versus concept. And so a high use person is really concerned almost exclusively with putting things into action. If I put something into Gail's hands and say, do this, she just does it. She might have some other things going on with their thinking, but if we're talking about how do I be more profitable at work, she's looking for things that she can immediately put into action that will create profit for us. She's not going to go into the how or why it works or even how it might work with other things is does it work at all? That's what I care about and not so much the details behind it. So it tends to be these uh, high use people tend to be very practical and don't want to get bogged down a lot in the details. And again, this is at work while she's at work. She's not going to go into the study or the concept of something. This next item is the towards. So towards is all about results and outcomes. Somebody is focused on goals. Like what is going to be the end result of my work? 
So as a very high towards type of person, you're typically not looking to get away from problems. You're looking to get to a result. And it's often your question, how do we be more profitable or how do we do something that's profitable? And whereas somebody who is in the opposite of you who had an opposite style of thinking, they would say, how do I avoid going broke? Because what they're trying to do is get away from a problem versus you going towards how do we become profitable? So that does come out in your question. And the benefit of being in a towards type of person, especially as a coach, is that we're bringing people towards to achieving their goals and having greater outcomes. The coach who wants to get somebody away from problems probably isn't making people happy. And towards people tend to have an easier time aiming for bigger goals. Now, as a high use kind of person, you probably don't set goals that are too high a stretch. You really wanted to be practical. This goal makes sense. And that's what we're going to go for. <laughs> Does that sound about right? Yeah. And Definitely. And so, yeah. So stretch is good, but BHAGs, maybe not so much. That sounds like more of a vision to me. Yeah. The big, hairy, audacious goals. And you aren't against a vision, but you want a practical vision. Does this really make sense? Yeah. Well, I, I like the big vision and you like the big vision that, you know, that fits. But it is definitely easy to be goal oriented, whereas somebody who is away from might actually be more concerned about the day to day, like, how do I bring in some money today? Because I've got to put money. They, they look at their bank account. It's looking a little small. It's like, okay, how do I put money into it? Versus somebody who's more towards, how do I get the big dollar amount by the end of the year? Sometimes a shift in thinking that we might want to have, depending on the outcomes we want to achieve, is maybe being a little more focused on the day-to-day. And being a towards kind of person, mm-hmm. you probably resonate more with setting an outcome. And as a coach, and also being you probably are a little more focused on what can we do for a monthly goal, a quarterly goal, but it could all come down to maybe setting a daily goal. We've done this in the past and and I think it was actually effective, but sometimes we let go of things because we want to do new things. It was having a daily profit goal. So I'm going to set a daily profit goal because if you start going further out, you may look at longer term things that are more profitable, but then you might start looking for more options. And we'll get into that. There's actually a couple of other things in your profile that I would pull out that might cause you to think more about the long-term than the short-term. Okay. But it would depend on the person. A couple of the healers that we've worked with are also very, in fact, almost everybody who owns their own business is a towards person. They're very good at being focused on the outcome for their patient. And where it can where it can conflict with them for a healer is, I'm looking at the outcome for you. I want to make you feel better. And the patient is looking, I just want to be out of pain. So if if you start looking at a long-term outcome for your patient Mm -hmm. and they're just thinking today, I need to be out of pain, your goals could conflict. You're looking at how do I want to be more profitable? And I'm not saying that you have to look at the day-to-day profit. And what I saw in some of the rest of your profiles, it might make sense to just draw it in a little bit and just say, how can I be profitable today? And that goal will help you then start creating more things. It's just a little bit of coaching I'm offering, but it's an idea, oh, I guess you could say. That's, yeah, that's fine. So the next one, proactive, fast decision-making, tend not to take a lot of time to decide on things. Gail already knows this about herself. Proactive is on the left. Combined with your high results of use and development, so high toward, high use and high development, which we'll get into in a second, you're probably quick to jump on the latest thing. You like to make some changes and to make things work. So that's where it could be maybe having the longer term goals on things, it can be a little bit tough to be consistent in application. You see something that looks like it would work and you go for it. And then you put something, you put everything else aside to do that, or you take on too much. And that's where I was getting into focus maybe more on the day-to-day profit so that it's all those things that you want to don't get in your way, don't get overwhelming. 
And then from the development side of things, it's also pretty common for most people we work with, most solopreneurs, development means you like that kind of incremental day-to-day, step-by-step change. Development would be traditional, like just maintenance, never doing anything differently. And the other side of it would be high change, which is changing things up all the time, which really get in the way of things. But developmental change is, is good. And that makes a lot of sense with the use, because if, if you were like super high change, you'd be just doing something new every single day. It's just one thing to the next. Those really high entrepreneurs. So that is really, so that painting that picture really is somebody who likes to jump on fairly new things, make things work, and may not always be consistent in application. And there's a couple of other things we'll get into your profile that would definitely lend to that. On the other hand, as a coach and as somebody doing things, you do definitely get things done. There's no doubt that you're good at getting things done when you want to and making decisions. You don't just sit there wondering if you should do it (laughs) like uh, somebody else in your life. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'll share my profile sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to buy a fridge. I think I gave you two or three weeks to pick the fridge. (laughs) And it was actually my mom who said, just pick the fridge. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Gail's like, I already know. Just get the fridge. And I'm like, what is this and that? We decided to break up this mind sonar analysis of mind mindset into several podcast episodes. So you listen to the first part. I hope that was helpful for you, especially if you are like me, where you're different from your ideal clients, you think differently from your ideal clients. So you can see this can not only help with productivity, it could also help with your marketing, as Corey pointed out, where if I'm talking about practicality and use, and my ideal clients are talking about togetherness, building a community, if we're speaking different languages, they're not going to connect with that marketing message. Also, when it comes to being able to focus on the day-to-day operations and giving myself that question, okay, how can I be profitable today? How can I be profitable this day? That can allow me to focus in on what I can really do to not only be productive, but also to be more profitable in my business, which was my ultimate question that I wanted to focus on. So stay tuned for the following episode. We're going to go into the next section of this Mind Sonar analysis, which goes into values and how that applies to my thinking as well as my behavior. Subscribe, leave us a review, appreciate your feedback. If you'd like to contact us personally, feel free to email me at gail at gailnot.com or find me on Instagram at gailnot. And cheers to your success.